Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk a little bit about the upcoming tech and some of the things we're seeing around technology as they relate to the church and of faith and of religion. And I want to provide a warning that some of you guys may not be seeing as much as you um, you should. And um, this actually started as I was looking for a church in the town that I was passing through on Sunday. And I did not really find a decent church, but I did find some churches that bought hook, line, and sinker into the church growth methodology. And the sad thing is, these were so horrendously buzzword-filled. And I found the churches on the Southern Baptist Convention website, which is a denomination that, if it does not straighten itself out, is going to be dead very soon. So we have to be aware of that. If you're in an SBC church fight against the church growth stuff. It's going to destroy your church. But what they are talking about is they have a brand new ministry if you'd like to jump in. This is called The Watch Party. It's the first time I've seen The Watch Party. And so it's worth uh, looking at. So what is it? Well, The Watch Party is basically uh, in because in the pandemic we can't go to church because we're so... Um, we don't have the spirit of God within us. We're, we're too terrified to go to church. I mean, we might die of a disease that generally doesn't kill people unless you're really old or really sick. And so everyone is watching their church services online. And so the watch party is when you basically host a group of people at your house to watch the live stream together. Of course, this church is so full of buzzwords. This is their description. What is the watch party? A watch party is a group of people who meet in person to experience an online worship experience together. First, guys, find a new writer. Don't use the word experience twice, two words apart. Okay. But you're going to experience the worship experience together instead of going to church. Now, the benefit, of course, there is a little bit of fellowship. But um, the downside is... Uh, we're going to get to the downside in a moment because it's uh, it's something to uh, to do. They say how to watch. Well, you go to their churches, their special church website. I'm going to tell you exactly which church this is. Um, and then, you know, tune in live. So here are the steps. They give us five steps to do in the watch party. Invite people to your watch party. We've created graphics you can customize with your own details. Text at details to text out as invites or to share on social media. So in other words, everybody is so enamored by the modern tech. We got to text people stuff. We got to go on social media. I don't know. I think that once you've gotten to the point where your entire life is texting and social media, you have serious problems with your faith. I'm going to tell you that. Okay. There's some graphic templates you can download. Step two, create the space. Some suggestions would be having worship music playing when people arrive. Depending on how you are viewing the worship experience, make sure everything is prepared. For example, if you're connecting a laptop to your TV, have it ready to prior to people arriving to be ready to hit play. If there are kids in your watch party, we've got you covered. See our section below called This Sunday's uh, Church's Name on Kids Online Experience on how to include all ages into your watch party experience. I love how everything's an experience, which is an interesting. We're going to get to this point in a moment. Okay, step three, make it memorable by posting pics to your social media by tagging our various church tags and hashtags. The photos can feature anything like people you watched uh, you watched with or the first time guests you met. Yeah, I'm first time showing up. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, please post me all over your social media page. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, step four, as a host, we encourage you to enjoy the service. 
Worship your heart out. Say or type amen <laughs> when you feel like it. And set the say, stage for God to move at your watch party experience. Um, and then uh, step five. When the worship experience is over, encourage others to get connected. This could include filling out the tell us about yourself form. If they are a first timer, are wanting more information about the church, are wanting to serve on the dream team. Very interesting. A good friend of mine sent me a uh, podcast the other day talking about this, this trend in the modern churches of just focusing on the dream, which is a problem. We don't need to focus on the dreams. We need to focus on what is real. Okay, are, uh, are you interested in being baptized? If during your watch party someone makes a decision to follow Jesus, please have them fill out this form and we will be in touch to celebrate uh, and follow up with them. And then step six as a host, please fill out you know our form at the end of each one of your watch parties. And so there's a bunch of crazy stuff. And if you're playing church growth bingo, you definitely scored some points that time. All right. Um, now, what is the challenge with all this? Well, the challenge is, is this new methodology. It's like the mega churches creating these satellite campuses where you go into the satellite campuses and you're watching a broadcast of the guru pastor in some other city engaging in the sermon. This is becoming more popular. And the sad reality is what it's doing is it's diluting out the people who are sound in the faith. Now there's a section in scripture we need to have a look at. This is in 1 Corinthians 1 and we are going to look at verses probably 10 to 17. I exhort you our bre- I exhort you brethren by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you all agree and that there are no divisions among you but that you be made complete in the same mind and in the same judgment. For I've been informed concerning you, my brethren, by Chloe's people, that there are quarrels among you. Now I mean that each one of you is saying, I am of Paul, or I am of Apollos, or I am of Cephas, or I am of Christ. Has Christ been divided? Paul was not crucified for you, was he? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God I baptized him. Well, stop there, because the rest of it's just listing the people that Paul baptizes. Um... So what's going on here is people are coming in and saying, well, I'm agreeing with this person. I'm agreeing with this person. Of course, two of them were, were apostles, Paul and Peter, Caiaphas, Peter. Uh, the last one was Apollos, uh, one of the missionaries to that area. And the thing is, is that we do this in our modern day. You know, I am of MacArthur. I am of uh, Keller. I am of uh, Warren. I, you know, and we list all of these, these guys and some of these are more sound than others. Now, by saying, hey, there is no divisions, does this mean that we grab everything together in one unifying whole and accept everybody who calls on the name of Jesus? Not necessarily, but that is a huge topic of video for another day. What I'm, the point I'm making here is we are so concerned with finding the guru pastors in our lives that we are less concerned with reading the scriptures for ourselves. Here is the problem I have with a watch party. It's not the fact that, that hey, we're, we're making the best of the bad situation. First and foremost, we should be fellowshipping and going in live where somebody's actually preparing it. And not somebody who's having their messages prepared like the docent group like we talked about, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. Watch that video on the docent group. Very interesting. But what we're seeing here is that People are gathering together and nobody in this group has any teaching experience. Nobody in this group has any deeper knowledge of the scripture. Nobody is a leader here, a pastor here, somebody who can guide and direct the other people in the group. That is the problem. We are starting to put so much emphasis on these platforms. Now, of course, I'm not sure they're watching there on their own platform. A lot of churches are broadcasting over Facebook or over Zoom or over 
Google Hangouts or, or GoToMeeting, all these different places. Here's the problem. These big tech companies, they are not your friend. They are not your friend. If you get through and you start preaching through the sound gospel, you're going to get banned. How do you get into Romans 1? And uh, I know Stexenhammer, uh, the uh, occultist uh, political analyser, uh, analysis, uh, he likes using the potato analogy for uh, what's going on with uh, critical race theory, where schools are saying, we're not teaching critical race theory. The fact is they are. They just keep on changing the name of critical race theory. So he uses this potato analogy saying, hey, you can describe some scenario. And if you describe it and it's critical race theory, then whatever name you're calling it, it's critical race theory. Well, we find the same thing here in, in uh, Romans 1 when people start talking about, well, the Bible doesn't teach homosexuality is bad, blah, blah, blah. And no, we actually find not the words, we find the description of the words, okay? God gave them over, Romans 1, 24, uh, 25. God gave them over in their lusts and their hearts to impurity so their bodies would be dishonored among them. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie. They worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever, amen. Verse 26, for they, this reason he gave them over to their degrading passions for the women exchanged the natural function for that which is natural in the same way also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another. Men with men committing indecent acts, receiving on their own persons the due penalty of their error. It doesn't use the word homosexual. homosexual. It doesn't use the word gay. It doesn't use any of the modern words, but it describes the action. And when you start Getting into the depth of the scripture, you realize you have to affirm gender identity. You have to affirm that the scripture calls homosexuality a sin and even in times a, a manifestation of the wrath of God. You start preaching these things on these big platforms like Facebook, like Zoom, like Microsoft. All these things, they will ban you. So you can't even preach the whole counsel of the word of God. You can't do it. And this is significant because in uh, a few months ago, there's an article in the New York Times where Facebook is now targeting the next, uh, the next thing is the religious experience. I love that word experience, right? Coming back. And this has manifested itself, of course, in the metaverse. Why should we bother going out? By the way, you should watch um, Computing Forever just did a recent video. I forget what it is. Um, I will link it down below. You absolutely need to go watch that video. It is on BitChute because, you know, he's been banned from YouTube for preaching truth. Um, and so you got to watch that video. And uh, he's talking about, I think I think the, the title is something like the metaverse. It brings real player one to the real world. I'll go ahead and link it on BitChute down below. Um, but what we are seeing in there is... You know, we're, we're being so conditioned that we can't go out into the world. I mean, there's scary viruses out there. I mean, if you go into the world, you might see something beautiful like it's behind me. Okay, but oh, we can't go out into that dirty world. Woo-hoo-hoo! You know, and so with that, um, with that, what's interesting here is that uh, the metaverse is designed to bring people into the digital reality. So we're not going out to church anymore. We're just going to sit at home, isolated alone, put on our little thingy and enter the metaverse and we're going to go into church. And this article from the New York Times, they come out and say, hey, you know, what if instead of instead of going to church, you're actually following Jesus up on the cross, on the path? Wow, that is so bad. That That, that is idolatry. That is idolatry. 
But that's what's happening is they're trying to get us so tied into this, so using the tech, keeping ourselves isolated. And then when they finally ban you for actually preaching the truth, you are now cut off from every source because you do not have any personal practice in studying the word of God yourself. If you get together in a group of people, you had better have a leader there, not a facilitator, a leader. You better know somebody. They don't have to be an ordained pastor, but they had better know their scriptures. That's the type of thing you need to be. You need to resist watch parties where there's nobody there that's teaches about the scripture. It's all just a facilitator to turn on the thing to watch somebody else on some other screen. Do not be divided like I am of Paul and I am of Apollos and I am of Cephas. Do not be like that. You be your own pastor studying your own scriptures, which you should do all the time anyway, or you go to a church where somebody, that is their job, is to get into the scriptures and to teach and to feed you. These are the things you need to do. Well, we're going to stop now. This is already longer than I like my daily walks to be, but hopefully it was good information for you. But anyway, uh, with that, you can have a look over the website, rwalkinchrist.com, for more information or anything else that we have. Thanks for watching, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.